All right, welcome to another episode of the Clay County Beacon Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have with me Zane Waits, who runs an organization called Waits List. And it's a very unique sort of a thing. Uh, it, it recently made uh, some headlines here in Clay County with some some things he discovered. Uh, and just first of all, Mr. Waits, thanks for coming on the program. I uh, appreciate you spending some time with me today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what it is that you do with uh, Waits List? Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you having me on here. Um, so, yeah, myself, um, I'm retired military, uh, fought professionally for years, and Honestly, I decided to bring up Wasteless. It wasn't even a, a thing. It was, I'm going to look for people in the jujitsu community because uh, I kept hearing about instructors, um, molesting children and kids class, stuff like that. So I was just going to start flying around to the gyms if I busted them and beat them up in their gym, you know? Um, and then it just blew up. So then, you know, I, I, it's a nonprofit now. And what we do is we actually set out accounts and we do not ever go to anybody. People will send us tips and say, hey, look into this guy. We can't do that. You know, um, that's entrapment. So our accounts are set up. They have to come to our account, which our accounts show the age. Um, it looks like school age children. We're posting stuff about school uh, with the age of 14. They friend request the accounts. And then they have to, once they friend request, we'll accept a friend request. They have to initiate the chat. All right. Once they initiate the chat, we just let it go. We're an innocent 14 year old. Hey, we're just talking. Uh, we let them initiate everything. And then they have to initiate the sexual talk. They have to initiate how far it goes. So everything is initiated by them. So there's no entrapment whatsoever. We do not send explicit photos. Um, they do obviously most of them. Um, but then we get really smart people that know what they can and can't say because right. they've done their research or their law enforcement, you know, um, but they show their intentions and they're very inappropriate. So at that point and how we work from there is we'll go from Facebook. And if you ever look at our chats, it'll go from either Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we never go on dating apps or anything like that, because to me, I mean, it's really not an innocent 14 year old going on. I mean, right. any 14 year old's innocent, first of all, but um, we just make it as, their predators coming to us, you know, this is where they're going to find them. Uh, and once they show that they're going to incriminate themselves, we give them a phone number and that phone number goes to an app. It's called a smart line go daddy app. And the reason we use that is because multiple people can be logged in. So we, this app, there might be three civilians logged into this app and everything stays confidential throughout that app because there's multiple FBI agents logged onto it. There's multiple ICAC detectives that are logged onto it and they assume our identity. You know, we send them the screenshots of the chats from the social media account. This is what they're doing. We've done all the research on who they are. We have their address. We have everything on them. We send all that over to them. They can assume our identity on that app and they take over the chats and they'll set up their sting operations. Some districts just use our chats and we'll chat for them and bring them right to the police. Right. Um, ones that don't like if the DA denies them or if the U S attorney denies them. So that goes either way, you know, the DA is for the local U S attorneys for federal. Um, if anything happens and they just deny it or drag, if they start dragging their feet, uh, we don't play around like that. You know, it shouldn't, I've seen them take them out instantly. So why can't other districts do that? It's, Another thing is resources. Some districts, they don't have the resources to do it. They would love to do it, but they don't have the resources. 
But if they drag their feet and it's going on for months and they've had all this information and they can go pick them up, that's when we blast them on, on waits list or, you know, on the internet. And a lot of times we provide the community with all the evidence needed to raise hell, you know, yeah. and, and put pressure on that district to go get them. And it has worked many times doing it like that too. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's awful that, you know, that even has to be a thing, but just, it was fascinating to me when I discovered your organization that, that people were <clears throat> skilled enough to actually catch these guys. Cause a lot of these, a lot of these folks aren't dumb. Like they're not good people, <laughs> but they're not stupid. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there are some dumb ones, but you know, you would, you would think, you know, I don't, I don't know. It just, it was, it was fascinating to me, right? Like not, not the fact that people are doing these awful things, but the fact that, that people had sort of formed an organization to go after these guys outside of, uh, you know, traditional law enforcement. I, I, I do wonder though, like, where did you get, like, cause you seem very knowledgeable about what you can and can't do in, in terms of these conversations and the, the tactics that you use. How did you learn like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable when you're trying to catch these guys? Man, that was a, that was a learning experience from when I started, you know, it was like me, like, man, it was awful in the very beginning with my chats. I'm going, it's like, man, why, why isn't the DA taking this? And then looking, I was going, oh, it's because, you know, I'm too, in, like back then it was too enticing. I'm going, man, I, and now that I read over it and how I think is I'm very good with law, you know, the laws and the way I chat is, okay. I think as a prosecutor, I'm sitting here chatting. I was like, if I can say this, can a defense attorney take that and go, Hey, you know what? He's enticing with this. So I have to think in both ways. I was like, if, if I can beat a defense attorney with saying this, then I'll say it, you know, it's all enticement. You cannot entice them. And that's where a lot of these groups go wrong is they entice too much to where it's too hard of a fight for the prosecutor. So they won't take the case because they know it's, it's probably a loss. And then they just used all those resources and their money for a loss. So if we, we provide them with legit chats that ICAC and federal agents have to go by, we use their policies. We go by everything they have to go by. And some of them, when you read our chats, you'll see that we don't. Sometimes it's uh, if we've dealt with that district before and we know that no matter what, they just won't do anything. They don't have the resources. At that point, at first, we go by the what we need to, and then we'll just, you know what, let's have fun with it and make them do something extremely stupid, extremely embarrassing, and then just feed it to the public, you yeah. know? So, and I've watched, you know, I mean, I've never been coached by any, you know, law enforcement, but I watch, you know, I watch, I learn, and I know. I know exactly what can and can't be said. I know what can and can't be sent, you know, picture-wise. So it's just, it was a learning experience. Um, and all I want is prosecutions. So I'm not here for the clout, all of these other groups, which I don't bash the other groups because I love these people being exposed. They need to be exposed, but I want prosecutions. So I'm going to go by the rules, whether it takes me a year chatting with them, whether however long it takes me to chat with them, I want them prosecuted. Yeah. And you're, you're never worried about these the ones that don't get prosecuted, finding out who you are and trying to like retaliate, I guess, I guess not. Cause if, if you used to be a, a mixed martial arts guy, but uh, I guess that would be my worry. Like one of these, if, if they're crazy enough to do these awful things that they're doing, I, I would just be worried that they're going to do something crazy to me. But. And, a lot, and that's why I don't recommend this for anybody. I don't have a family. I don't have children. I don't have a wife. Um, 
I love fighting, you know, like I don't like to fight on the street. I don't, you know, I'm not into that. I'm, I'm completely, I do not agree with assaulting somebody on the street, um, but I'm a fighter and I don't like evil people. So when I signed up to fight MMA and I fought professionally, I signed up to be a protector, you know? So if these evil people, I want them to see my face. I'm not doing it for the public. I want these people to see my face. And if they find me good, I get to defend myself and there's the justice for me, you know, like yeah. I don't care. find me, find me. I'm not worried. Yeah. You know, I hope, I like, hope they're afraid of you when they, they find out that you have, they, you know, a little bit of self-defense are. skills, you know? Oh, they are. And I've had multiple life threats and then I've showed up at their house. You know, it's like, you know what? You threatened my life. We'll keep law enforcement out of this and I'm going to take care of it myself. You yeah, know, yeah. but I, even when I show up at their house, they're scared. They, yeah. you know, all that talking goes away. Yeah, you know, and I guess what, like what you said there, uh, you know, I remember the days when I was young and didn't have a family. I was a lot bolder. I didn't do anything like what you're doing, but I was definitely yeah. a, a lot bolder. And, and uh, certain things I used to do, right? Like, you know, going to, uh, I used to get, uh, I had a reputation for getting real mouthy at Jaguars games, especially with Indianapolis Colts fans. Uh, yeah. I challenged a seven-foot guy one time after the Colts to just stomp the Jaguars. I was in the parking lot of, of uh, I think it was uh, Altel or I forget what the name of the stadium yeah. was at the time. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I remember those days, right? So, um, I'm, I'm older now, too, and I don't like to get hit in the face. But at the yeah. same time, look who has my back. I'm really big in the MMA and jiu-jitsu community. So, I think our gang is a lot bigger and badder than yeah. their gang. I mean, we train to kill people that train to kill people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and the difference with me is, like, I'm just tall. Like, I don't have any actual skills, right? Like, I've never <laughs> trained in martial arts or anything like that. So I'm assuming a lot more risk when I do something uh, I mean, bold, you, you know. You can't beat a bullet if you have to protect yourself, too, you know. Like, yeah. I would never recommend anybody doing that, ever, yeah. whatsoever. That's a last resort. Your life is going to end, Sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm with you there. Do, do you do you don't ever get, you know, bothered by the, the content that you have to deal with from these creeps? Like, does it ever, like... Does it take a toll on you, like emotionally? I know, like physically, you're you're you know you can handle yourself, but like I would think, like you know, it's got to be tough to to deal with this sort of awfulness all the time. Oh, in the beginning, totally. Like in the beginning, I would get so mad that I would contemplate driving across the country to find, like, because we've dealt with some really bad people, and I'm like, you know, it would be better if this person just disappeared, and I would it would go through my head like like I could just drive there and just without anybody know, like it was bad at first yeah. um you know and then the stuff they've seen like because i used to go on the dark, dark web too to try to find these people and man i've seen some nest the uh the things that would these people do not deserve to live i mean they're going after like three-year-old children recording things you know right. and it's going it, it, to me those people i mean i don't get it you know you how do you put your mind there like I don't get that. And yeah, that affected me in the beginning, but now I've done it so much that it's just like you learn to compartmentalize it. You put it away somewhere and it's just like, Hey, you know what? There it's a never ending story. There's a never ending story. So why let it get to you? As long as you can just get these people as many as you can off the street, you know? Yeah. I think that's part of it is like, once you realize, you know, how much of this goes on like it's just it feels at least for me the, the little bit of research i've ever done into to things like this um you know it, it just feels overwhelming like when you think oh my god all these people out here doing all kinds of stuff but the good news is you have had success 
putting people like people have gone to jail because of investigations that, that you and your, your organization have done, right? Oh, a lot. Yes. We've, we've had a lot, you know, I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, one in Bahia, uh, it, it happens a lot and we've actually had them go to jail in California, which, you know, was, I was surprised, but they did. Um, you know, we, we yeah, they go to jail. Um, the only place is Duval County to where the Duval is just a terrible place, you know? Yeah. Have you had any, uh, what's your take so far? I know there's, and we'll get to it in a little bit, the uh, the officer here that was actually a school district police department officer. Have you had any, um, you know, since all the developments broke either last week or the week before, have you had any more contact or any more cooperation from the, the county sheriff here in Clay County? Uh, no. So whenever I went there, uh, which was the next morning, it was, it was actually pretty crazy. Um, man, within not long after that, I went live on that video, the detective had my phone number and called me right. i'm like how do you, you know, how did you get my number well there's an agent out here in jacksonville that i've dealt with before um and he called the sheriff there and gave him my number um so he had my number right away we set up it was you know a little later so we set up and i went there about nine o'clock in the morning and i took everything there and i showed him how we do it what we do this is our app that we use um we let him assume our identity on the app and uh they went through the chats and that that's all they really needed to do right. um and yeah so that's about it they they've already went through it um and that's all i know i haven't heard sure. much else from it but that's so, good that, i didn't even know that part that they had uh so you did have a you did have a conversation with them and, and gave them the info that you have. So that's that's good to hear. Did anybody from the Clay County School District Police Department reach out to you? No, they? no, nobody from the Clay County School. Di- yeah, no, none of them reached out to me. It was only the one investigator did. Sure. Um, so and he was man, he was good. He was on it and he wanted to do something about it. And I respect that. You know, yeah. it's whenever you're serious and you're going to take take this very seriously, then good. You know, like he showed, I could see it in his face. I could hear it in his voice that he was serious. You yeah. Know? I think part of what you ran into there, I don't know how much of the history, you know, of Clay County here over the last year or so um, there, there's been, I would imagine, and, and I'm speaking just my opinion, right? Like I don't, I'm not speaking for anybody that works in the sheriff's office, but even looking in from the outside, we had a sheriff who was doing things and is now, you know, charged with a felony and like three misdemeanors. Uh, for yep. stuff he was doing, he had people in place in positions of leadership that you know are not there anymore. There's been a lot of turmoil for those guys in the in the Clay County Sheriff's Office, and luckily Michelle Cook has come in, and, and it's going to take time for her to like, you know, undo all the the things that the previous sheriff had done. So, so my wonder, and I don't know for sure, but I, I sort of wonder if the the miscommunication that was there, um, part of it was just all the turmoil that those guys are going through. I can't imagine what it's like right now. And, and things are getting better for them, it seems like, but I can't imagine what it's been like the last few months working oh, at yeah. the Clay County Sheriff's Office in general, even on a normal year. But, like, yeah, at all the, you know, 2020 corona, you know, all mm-hmm. the other craziness going on. I can't imagine what it's been like for those guys. Um, have you ever had, like, have you ever worked with, uh, have you ever had any, like, actual problems with law enforcement agencies? Like, where they push back on you or, like, told you to not, you know, you know, any, any actual issues where like they have tried to push back on your work or maybe encourage you to not do what you do? There's only one. And that was Duval County. Really? That's so, crazy to me. The first time I had contacted them, uh, 
They, you know, and at that point, that was a long time ago, and I really didn't know the system and how to work the system and who to get in contact with. So I got them, um, and they actually sent police to my house. That's really not how you do it, um, and I'll tell you how you do it. But uh, they came over. We did a report. He was like, hey, hold on. I showed them everything, and they came back and said, "Our the ICAC advisor, they said, you need to um, – cease any operations in our area and not do this here. And I just looked at them and said, yeah, that's not going to happen. You know, and I already had the meetup scheduled. So I'm like, I'm going to go meet up with them. I don't care what you say. You know, you tell me that, that just tells me you don't care. Um, because obviously you're not doing anything here in Duval County. Cause how often do you hear about stings going down when there's so many of them here, right. you would think that there'd be multiple stings going down very easily now so and each time i've tried multiple times with duval county won't take it won't take nothing won't take nothing so we just don't deal with duval county anymore i'm not ever going to reach out it takes you know i'm waiting four hours for like i'm you know my time is my money right so i'm, I'm just because yeah, you're not paying let's just make it clear for everybody listening you do not make any money off of this weights list uh, operation you have going it, it costs you time and money and i'm twenty thousand dollars of my personal money deep into this now it honestly like we do accept donations you know but i don't expect you know anytime we do get a donation like our app costs money it costs me money every month you know right. it's not a free app that way multiple people can be logged on to it. Um, there's other people that are doing a lot of work that deserve something. You know, it's like, look, here's like 10 bucks, here's 20 bucks. The women, the pictures we use, um, they're all of age. I, I give them money for the pictures, you know, like here, just sign this photo consent form that we can use your photos, you know, um, stuff like that. I mean, it costs money, it does. Dealing with law enforcement, it costs me money. If I have to go to court, in Tennessee or Mississippi, right. it, I have to drive there, you know, like it's all money, but it is what it is. You know, like at least I see them go to prison. Yeah. You How know? many would you say? Is it like more, more than 10, less than 10 that you've actually put in jail? Oh, more than 10. Yeah. yeah that's wild. Quite a bit. Yeah. Wild. So they, they go and it is in the beginning. No, in the beginning it was like, man, what am I doing wrong? And then I realized, man, my chats are terrible. Right. You know, we need to like, we need to straighten this up, be more professional. Cause I used to just make fun of them. You know, I used to just make them pour syrup all over their face. I used to make them food all over them, you know, now it's like, I mean, a couple months ago, we got a guy to put a tattoo on his belly with a big WL, you know, but <laughs> wow. I had to do that. It, it was, that was actually Lexi. So Lexi is the manager of weights list and she actually has done quite a bit. She's done a lot. Uh, one of her stings are going down this week, you know, I mean, right. so she does more than anything and she's trying to rebrand weights list to kind of uh, make it a little better, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that, that's always part of the problem is getting your message out to people that, that might want to help or donate or whatever. Um, um, what, like, what do you, so you, you've dealt with this probably more than, you know, definitely more than your average citizen would, and maybe even more than, than some law enforcement agencies deal with it. Yeah. Do you think like the, this, whatever this sickness is, or I don't know if it's sickness or, or just this awful evilness that these people, is there any, like, is it a, is it a societal problem? Is it just a problem with these individuals? Like, what's your take on like, what causes people to do these awful things? Oh, there's so many different things, you know, it's like. Some of it's drugs, you know, we've, we, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't, I really don't know. And I know they can't be rehabbed. You know, it's like, you got to think of it. There's things in this world that you can't change. People can change. 
you know, but there's some things that you can't change. And there's some things you can't take a risk on, on whether or not somebody will change. Right. Right. And 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 I think the insidious thing is that they're, 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 I don't want anyone to be a victim of anybody. Right. But, but it's even more of a risk when, you know, children are the victims. Right. And and, and, and children are innocent, you know, and these people, they, you have your sexual preference. That's not going to change. Now we've had some that are like, these guys aren't predators, but they will take anything they can get. You know, it doesn't matter the age. They're just going to take it, which is still, you're still a predator. To still, me. Too, mean, too, it's too much of a risk. If you, if you, if you have, yeah, if you have, yeah, if you, you can, yeah. you know, you have a sex addict addiction and there's nothing wrong with the sex addiction. If you don't go for children, you know, like whatever you well, do, your you know, you, there is something to be said. I, I do think it, 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 and I'm not saying this covers everything and I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I think there's one thing that is abundantly clear in our society is that a lot of folks have mental issues and illnesses that they don't ever get treated. Right. And some of them are, are innocent things that don't manifest into, you know, crimes and awful, you know, heinous acts. And, and some of them do. Right. But I think, you know, across the country, like, you know, you see a lot of folks with, with trauma and all sorts of things that, that don't get treated and, and it's a shame. Right. And, and it doesn't excuse, someone doing, you know, the things that you're catching these people doing. But, but I do wonder with, with some of this stuff, if it's just part of a larger, like, you know, America needs to get better at figuring out how to um, get its citizens help with their mental issues when they have them. Right. Um, You know, so, um, so, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We've helped people. I mean, we've, we've turned people over to, to help, you know, psychologists and everything. Um, one guy here in Jacksonville and he's been going to him once a week, once a week. And I'm going, man, like at least you're showing that you're trying to get help, you know, yeah. but it, I mean, still, I, it is what it is. And I, I agree with you. We, we should be able to have a little more help in this country and we should have more resources for law enforcement to deal with this type of stuff. Right. We don't have the, like most law enforcement agencies don't have the resources to do it. And that's a big reason why there's more and more of these people on the streets too. Yeah. We burden our police agencies or law enforcement agencies with, with all sorts of responsibilities that they never should have had. Uh, you know, dealing with people with mental health issues is one of those, right. Like, yeah. you know, among many. So let's talk about the elephant in the room a little bit. Uh, the thing that on Clay County here is kind of everybody's top of mind that this officer, and I'm not going to say his name just because, you know, everybody that wants to know his name's already found his name. Right. Um, <clears throat> this officer that, that, was messaging you, I would assume through the app, uh, the system that you told me about earlier. Um, how did, how did you find this guy or did he find you? Like, how did you encounter this individual? No, no, he found, we, we never go looking for anybody. Um, I, I knew nothing about this guy. I had no idea who this guy was, you know, like I never know who these people are. Now, if it's like somebody I know that comes to our account, I'm going, I'm not going to change, you know, I'm not going right. to, even if it's a good friend of mine, it's all going to be the same. You know, it's like, I don't care if you're doing this, you're going to go to jail, but we didn't know him. Um, he came to, he, he seeked out our account. Uh, so of course we request, we, he friend requested us. We accepted it. He initiated the chat. We made sure he knew the age right away, which is also on our profile. Uh, and he knew we were at that age, you know, we kept talking about school and just kept going a little bit. And I could tell, you know, like sometimes you can tell when there's going to be some inappropriateness for sure. 
So that's when I were like, hey, you know, you can text me if you want. So we got them over to the phone app. Um, and I'm just taking my time with it. You know, he's smart. He's smart. He knows what he can and can't say. Uh, and I'm just taking my time. It's like one day he's going to break. One day he's going to break. But eventually I was like, he's not, he's not going to break. He's not going to say what we need him to say to press charges. Right. You know, you can make sexual innuendos. It, it won't hold up in court. All right. You got to be specific. Right. And that's where people mess up. They're like, oh, he should be in jail. You know what? I wish the laws were to where he could be in jail, but the laws aren't. You have to go by the laws. Well, you know? I, I mean, I, I would challenge that. And, and I've had conversations with people about that. I'm not excusing this person, right? Like I'm not defending him in any way, but I have told people you don't want ambiguous laws. You don't right. want a law that leaves it up to, to other people's judgment to say, well, we think maybe kind of this means you did it, right? You do right. want, it is as frustrating as it is when you're trying to catch people who are doing awful things, you do want the law to be very explicit and say, nope, for this person to, for us exactly. to prove that they were guilty, we have to actually prove it and it has to be clear. So I'm okay yeah. with, I'm not okay with this person doing those things, but I am okay with the law being, yeah, being that, built in such a way where, you know, it has to be clear. Um, and, and it does. And it does. And I agree that it has to be clear, you know, um, for certain situations. Um, and, you know, like we were dealing with the, uh, well, we're talking about the um, officer here. Right. Um, he, will he go to jail now? I don't think so. Should he? Um, if a child comes out and says, this is what he's done to me, then Yes. But that's what it would take. Is it is it right to think? And other people have told me this, and I don't know if it's true or not. But I've heard people say that the the people who are doing these sorts of awful things, it's not just something that they do once, right? So no, it, it tends to be habitual. It it is, and I could tell with him that he's obviously he knows what he's doing because he was smart. And that those are the most dangerous ones. Those are the ones that don't get caught. You know. Right. I mean, that's what sucks. It's like the dumb ones get caught very easily. The smart ones don't get caught, which are the more dangerous ones because they're going to get away with it more often, you know, but they have to break the law. Should, you know? do, do you think what he's done, what, what you, your interaction with him would be enough for, for any other, you know, law enforcement agency to, to have a red flag and hopefully not hire him or? Yes. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I mean, everything was very inappropriate um, and he should not. And I feel like they will keep him away from any type of authority position. Um, he should not be around children in any type of authority position or at all, you know, because in just my, in my mind, I can't imagine why a man in his thirties would have any reason to send a random friend request to a child on social media. Like exactly. I just can't, I just cannot, and maybe I'm stupid, right? But I cannot think of a reason why anyone would do that. Um, you know, um, you know, cause that is part of the, the, and I don't, I don't know how far you want to get into this, but I've had conversations before with other people. And I think a lot of people are starting to see that, um, the problems that we're seeing in certain communities with the way law enforcement agencies operate usually have to do with officers who aren't good at their job or have other issues or are abusive in certain ways, sort of hopping around from, from agency to agency. Um, and sometimes those records of their past deeds don't necessarily follow them. I hope in this scenario, uh, you know, based on everything that's been uncovered, that this guy will not be able to, like you said, be in any position of authority or any position that deals with children, but, but you never know. And it just, that's, right. a, that's sort of a scary thought, I guess. It it's super scary. And to know, so this is where I feel like we saved that is now if it was silent and 
everything was just, it kept silent between the department and he lost his job. I feel like that could possibly happen. But this guy's so viral now and everybody knows who he is just because of that video. I feel like that might have saved that kind of situation from happening. Yeah, I hope so. You know, I don't, I don't want anybody to not be able to get a job, but like, clearly there's a problem, you know, yeah. and these are all, let me just preface this. These are everything I'm saying so that I don't get sued and you don't get sued. These are, you know, our personal right. opinions and these all are all about. allegations, right? Like these are, this is what we believe and, you know, take it with yeah. a grain of salt, you know, folks who okay. may take issue with what we're saying here. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. So it's, do, do you feel like, um, so for, with this individual, you've given all your information over to CCSO and they're, um, mm-hmm. I, I've had conversations with a couple people, and I won't say who, but I do feel like just in the conversations that I've had, that it seems like the law enforcement agencies here in Clay County uh, are taking it seriously. I don't, I know there were, there were some people in the community that were like, well, why don't, you know, why is no one looking into this? And I'm like, they are, but (laughs) but things take time. They have to do it correctly. Like, you know, this is something where you get, you you essentially get one shot, you get, you know, you get one shot at at this sort of a thing when you're trying to prove these sort of cases from what I've been told in my conversations. And and it's better to go slow and to, uh, to get it right than to, to rush it and end up, you know, it is, it is screwing it up investigations take time people think that sometimes they're pretty quick but sometimes like definitely with all this COVID stuff going on investigations take longer you know and investigations take a long time you got to get it right they have to you know otherwise you're sending them to court unprepared and then they could just get a slap on the wrist whenever you find all these other charges you can make sure everything is legit you know it it takes time it really and I think this new sheriff, like you said earlier, I feel like, in my opinion, I think she's trying to clean Clay County up from what happened in the past, you know? Yeah, we had a sheriff before her that was very interested in, uh, you know, uh, public relations and, and photo opportunities. And, and people sort of wonder, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know for sure, because, again, I'm, you know, 100% a civilian. But it, it right. sort of looks now, looking back on it, you sort of wonder what work he was actually doing to – to take care of crime in the county, which is, you know, arguably the sheriff's only freaking job. Um, you know, so what, what are the future plans for your organization? Like, what do you have? Like, you know, is this something you plan on doing forever? Like what what do you want to do with this weights list organization, you know, over the course of the, you know, next few months, years, whatever. So I would love for always want to be involved. Um, I would like Lexi to take over. Um, she has learned so much and how to do the chats. I'm getting her to where she can be in contact with, I, she knows all my contacts for law enforcement um, and I'm getting her to where she can speak to them the way, you know, sound legit for the company. Um, Cause there's certain ways you got to speak to them to where they're like, Oh, this person knows what the hell they're doing, you know? Um, and once they see our chats, they know right away. It's like, Oh, these people know exactly what they're doing. They're good. Um, so I want her to, but she's trying to rebrand it also um, make it bigger that way we have all law enforcement i want every law enforcement agency to recognize us see us as a very credible source and use our stuff i would love to find a way to be so they have um they used to have a program it was um special deputy for u.s marshals where you could hold it for like three years i would love to be able to do that that way we would be more credible because i I could do that with my background. Um, I, you know, I, I could qualify for that from, with my background. 
and that would make it easier. That way I could be like, no, this is my company. I was in that chat, law enforcement here, go ahead and pick them up right now. That way we would never have any pushback from any district like Duval County. You right. know, I mean, they would have to take it. Right. Um, I mean, I would love this to grow and I would love us. I like to be more silent. I don't want to show everything. You know, we will hunt down sex traffickers. We will stay on their tail, you know, um, heck I've, I heard about a couple before that were working the strip clubs here in Duval County. So I got a job at the strip club, you know, being right. the bouncer to find these people, you know, it's like, I will go out and if I find them, that's it. You know, yeah. I'm going to get, you. I'm going to get you one way or another. So it, to me, it's, it's a big deal. And I think I would like this to grow and be a very credible source and not just be looked at as some vigilante group because I mean, we have so many prosecutions. We're not, I mean, if you look at our chats, our legit chats, we're doing everything that any ICAC detective would do and everything that they have to go by nowadays back in the day. No, but nowadays everything is very legit and I want it to just grow and get as many of these people off the streets as we can. It's a never ending story. They're never going to stop, but each person we get, how many children are we saving? Right. You know, yeah. I wonder if there's any way to explore, I don't know if you'd have to do this with like a federal agency or, or local state agency wonder, to create sort of an accreditation program. Cause I, I would imagine you can't be the only person that's doing this. There's probably not a lot, but I would, I would assume there's others that are, that are sort of taking the same stance. So I wonder if there's a way to, to, you know, or a path where you could maybe, you know, and I'm just spitballing here, you know, work with a law enforcement enforcement agency to, to, develop like a set of training and criteria where someone could be certified to, to handle and help law enforcement agencies. Because I don't think, you know, I don't think most law enforcement agencies have a big staff that's looking into this sort of thing, because while it is awful, it's not necessarily as prevalent as things like, you know, robberies and shootings and, and, and right. other, you know, crimes in most districts. So yeah, I wonder, but, uh, but it definitely, you know, like I said, it's fascinating stuff. So if people want to reach out to you to, to help or to donate, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Oh man, that honestly would be the Wix app. Like the, you go to the wastelist.com mm-hmm. and you just download or send out a form on the Wix app or the I, I think on the website you can send in a form and that's the easiest way is through the website. Cause I get so many Facebook messages. Like I can't even read through all my Facebook messages. You know, it's like, it's, that's the best way because that's also monitored by a couple of us. So, okay, cool. And I'll throw the link to your website um, in the show notes when I, when I publish this episode. So cool, man. Well, I appreciate your time. Um, you know, and, and best of luck, uh, you know, and what you're doing and keep fighting the good fight. Yeah, I appreciate it. Definitely.